Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. Over the summer when I was up in Ann Arbor for a month uh, escaping the Texas heat, I went to a live experience where Jocko Willink was speaking, and uh, I'm a big Jocko fan, so it was cool to be able to hear him live, and I think my favorite, the most memorable part of his talk was at the end of it, there was a Q&A section, and someone you know, got up to the microphone and said, so Jocko, one of the things I've noticed about you is you're able to communicate a lot in very few words. And, you know, how did you, how did you get so good at that? And Jocko paused for a moment. He paced several steps down the stage, turned around, came back to the microphone and very intentionally with, with even more of a pause, he said, practice. (laughs) And I thought that was the perfect response because obviously he was thinking about how do I answer this guy's question in a way that is succinct um, and answers him, but also shows that, yes, I do convey a lot in in few words. And, And I thought it was brilliant. But the thing it made me think of is that is that practice thing. Like how many things do we really practice that we want to get good at and a specific skill i've been thinking about recently is decisiveness um being able to make decisions quickly when you need to and moving on um i think a lot of people struggle with this and i think it's one of the reasons i have been successful in major gifts and in business is i'm able to take in information, make a decision, and just go with it. And if, like, if I determine something needs to be done, I make the decision and then move forward. And the reason I was thinking about this is I had to uh, deploy decisiveness recently in um, a relationship with a client where basically it just, I think the the easiest way to put it is there was a a misunderstanding of, I think, what I provided and what the client was expecting. And they shared this concern with me. And I'm glad that they did, but they wanted to move forward in one specific way. Uh, And after thinking about it for a while, I just determined that this isn't going to be productive to move forward with. And there's a, there's a lot more uh, I could say about that, but I think basically it was just like, it was clear to me, this isn't my ideal relationship. And so, and it was causing me a ton of, uh, I was just thinking about it a lot for quite a few reasons. And I've had clients that I worked with for many months after I started to question whether or not it was a good fit and those never worked out well. 
And so I was able to, you know, use those experiences and think this could turn into one of those. And it's just easier just to make the decision that this was, you know, there was a misunderstanding going into this. It's better to just end the relationship and move on. And so I did. And now I don't think about it anymore. And uh, obviously, you know, they they very well will probably be listening to this episode and I'm still continue to be in, you know, good terms with them and wish them great success and look forward to continuing to stay in touch. But it was just clear to me that kind of going half in on this was not going to be productive in the long run. And so I made a decision and now I'm able to focus on where can I really make a big impact and making decisions like that can just free you up so much. Like I'll, I'll share with you all a few experiences friends of mine or clients have had. Uh, one of them in particular just had uh, a friend of mine just had someone resign from a position and they said it was a huge weight off their shoulders. And that's one of the things I would, I would tell you is if you f- so frequently leaders of nonprofits feel a tremendous weight on their shoulders. There's some employee that's just not doing a good job. They're not, they're just not doing what they're supposed to do. And it's very clear they should not be on the team. But they always want to give them another chance. They always want to, they don't want to be the bad guy. They don't want to have some uncomfortable conversation. Or there there could be a, a bunch of different reasons. But they don't make the decision to remove them from the team. And they just wind up carrying this weight, which takes so much mental energy away from what really matters. Like going to meet with your donors, working on vision, asking for transformational gifts. And so if you feel like there's a weight on your shoulders, it probably means you need to make a decision of some sort. And obviously get, you know, good counsel, but I see it way more often than not. Like the the problem in the nonprofit industry for the most part is when someone sees someone not performing, they are far uh, too on the side of, well, we'll just give it another six months. It almost never works out when when that's the approach. And in pretty much every instance, I've seen a leader of a nonprofit thinking they need to fire somebody but keeps letting them go on and on. That person's looking for a job anyway. And they wind up they wind up quitting because they're not they're not doing anything productive at the organization. They know their days are numbered either because they hate their job or they're they fear that they're going to get fired. And so they move on anyway. So if you feel like you're carrying a burden of having someone on your team, it probably needs you, means you need to make a decision to let that person go. If you've given them the tools to be successful and they're just refusing to pick them up, it's time to move on. If it's a different story where the person's doing their best, you just haven't equipped them for success. You're just like, hey, go raise a million dollars. We have no leads. We have no prospects and we have no vision. Sure, that's probably your fault. But if you've got the list, if you know that it can be done because you or someone else on the team has done it and they're just not doing the actions that lead to success, 
that's not just magically going to change because you let it sit for six months. Another instance uh, I've got for you, and this goes in. This goes into practicing decisiveness. Is if you want to be decisive, you need to understand what your guiding principles are. You need to understand how you make decisions or what your goals are. So, for example, a friend of mine uh, was leading an organization that was uh, they were going through kind of a a shift in the landscape that was making their methodology like you can imagine uh if this were a business um you know blockbuster when the internet's coming out if blockbuster doesn't make a move to go into online uh well they're going to they're going to shut down and so this organization was facing something kind of like that it was a change in the landscape that was making their current uh mission or the current way they were carrying out their mission ineffective less effective or at least was putting it into jeopardy so they wanted to come up with a way that they could still be relevant even if this particular avenue shut down so they started an effort um that was supposed to you know be that kind of escape hatch if the primary thing didn't work out now the landscape changed again, which made their primary focus effective, but also opened up a new opportunity, which is where they decided they were going to put all of their focus. So it was just this third thing altogether that they were like, this is where the real opportunity is. We're going all in on this. Now, meanwhile, the, the first escape hatch that they created, it, it was an event, basically, and they were still doing it. And I was like, why are you doing this? Like you, you no longer have the reason you created this event is completely invalid now, but they kept doing, they kept moving forward with the event. And when things like that happen, like people are unable to be decisive either because they're not allowing their guiding principles to actually guide them, which is, hey, we're focused in this direction. This no longer serves that purpose, so let's let it go. Or, there, and a lot of times what it comes down to is people are just afraid of change. And you need to be okay with change if you're going to be successful. These things that once worked in the past or, you know, maybe there's an opportunity for it to go well, if you hang on to those, they're necessarily pulling you away from what you know your focus should be on. So, I'm not sure what that organization is doing with that event, but to go by their guiding principles of what, you know, what they should be, they should let it go. And I think doing things like that and thinking about it specifically in terms of this is an opportunity for me to practice decisiveness. We know, long, we know that this no longer serves our mission. Let's let it go. There's not much else to think about there. And so those are my thoughts on decisiveness. Uh, if you can't make decisions on things, it's just going to weigh you down. It's going to burden you. You're going to be thinking about it all the time. It's going to keep you up at night. Whereas if you can just make decisions, even if it requires an uncomfortable conversation on the front end 
or it requires possibly upsetting people who loved the event or whatever, it's going to free you up so much to focus on the real opportunities, to look at the big picture, and to make the moves that are really going to drive enormous impact moving forward. So that's the story of today is about decisiveness i hope this was valuable to you if it was please leave a rating and review and apple podcast by the way if you'd like to be a guest on the show please send me an email kevin at one give me like a brief outline of three stories that you'd like to share of visits you've been on and i would love to hear about it so yeah please feel free to reach out to me and i hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization.